Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. I received an email from a man telling me about one of these experiences that doesn't neatly fit into any particular compartment. Don't know exactly what drawer to put this one in. It's about a place called Glen Burnie, Maryland. I'm going to read this man's email to you without giving out his name. Uh, I'll edit it a little bit as I read it. He says, I was living in Fredericksburg, Virginia. It was 1993. My aunt died in South Jersey. I had to go to the funeral. I could save an hour if I left from work. So I switched to the midnight shift and headed to New Jersey early in the morning. I attended the viewing, burial, and dinner afterwards. Now it's about 3 or 4 in the afternoon. I had been awake for about 30 hours, so I know sleep deprivation will play a part in the events to follow, but I don't think in the way that you might think. So now I leave for Fredericksburg. I think I should get there by 10 p.m. Before I even go through Delaware, I knew I was in trouble. Waves of sleepiness were washing over me, but I had to make it home. Every minute was like an hour. I kept struggling on, but then at some point, maybe halfway or so, a strange feeling came over me, and I felt like I was driving in reverse, even though I know I was going forward. I was on I-95 South. Well, right after that, I got my second wind, and I felt great. It was already dark. I wasn't sure of the time. But when I got to Glen Burnie, I turned into a rest stop, used the restroom, but when I started back to my car... All of the lights started blinking on and off individually. There were no other cars in the parking lot. But strangely, I wasn't afraid, just amazed. I got in the car, and then I realized I got home about 3 a.m. I didn't realize till later that I'd lost so much time but this is only the beginning of the story. I'll send you another email. And then, he sent me another email. And the other email says, I previously sent you an email about Glen Burnie, Maryland. This is the next half of it. I had gotten home around 3 a.m., five hours later than I should have. I was too tired to think about it, and I went to bed. Two days later, I got word that my cousin had died of a heart attack. Here I was, I just attended his mother's funeral two days ago. And he lived in Glen Burnie. But there is more to this thing. About a week later, I had to go north again. So on the way back to Fredericksburg, I stopped at the rest stop on the South Bend 95 in Glen Burnie. 
it wasn't the same one. I couldn't figure it out. To make a long story short, it was the one on the northbound side where I saw those blinking lights. I would have to pass it, then get back on, go north, stop at the rest stop, and continue north, and then get off and go south again. No way! He says, this is all convoluted with crazy coincidences. And then I heard that Glenn Burney is known for paranormal activity. I live in Arizona now, but I want to go back there. How do you like that? Glenn Burney. And I looked up Glenn Burney, and uh, it's just right there outside of Baltimore. 67,000 people live there. Doesn't seem like there's anything too special about it on paper. But, you know, I, I read stuff like that, and it reminds me of the kinds of stories that I got when I uh, put together an anthology that came out four years ago, published under the title, It Was a Dark and Creepy Night. Real-life encounters with the strange, mysterious, and downright terrifying. Um, This is one of those books that I published, but I don't feel comfortable saying that I wrote it, of course, because all I did was I put an email address, and I said, if you've had any kind of weird experiences, send them to me, and I'm going to pick the weirdest of the weird, and I'm going to put them in this book. And so I'm holding this book in my hands, And people ask me all the time, uh, what's your favorite creepy story or weird story or whatever from that book? And uh, immediately, I always think of this one. I'll read it to you. It's very short here. This was sent to me from a, uh, a woman named Chase Wesley Jensen who lives in Montrose, Colorado, and this is an incident that took place in 2011. I bought a Kodak digital camera from Walmart and was unhappy with the clicking sound that I heard coming from it when I first went to use it. I decided to return the camera, and I chose a new one of the same brand from the same store. When I returned home, I inserted batteries and proceeded to turn it on. I couldn't believe what I saw, as there, in front of my eyes, was a photograph of myself from the neck down, already in the camera. I knew it was me, as I was wearing the same shirt as in the photo. There was no way a store employee could have taken this photo, as the camera was never removed from the box until I got home. Additionally, I couldn't have taken the photo of myself by accident, as the perspective was from a distance. And I couldn't have taken such a photo on my own. I hadn't adjusted any of the settings So there was no way I had inadvertently turned on the self-timer. I was so amazed that I told my mom, and she couldn't believe it either. It was definitely one of the creepiest things I've ever encountered. What category do we put these things in, my dear listeners? You know, Arsenio Hall 
used to have a show, and he had uh, a segment where he would say, we're going to talk about things that make you go, hmm. Let's face it, these are things that make you go, what the fuck? And I know that's not a nice thing to say. That's not a nice word to use. But when you see WTF, you know what that F means. So you're saying it yourself in your own mind. So don't be a hypocrite and all high and mighty on your sanctimonious horse. Things that make you say, what the fuck? That is a little drawer in my filing cabinet. Uh, Sometimes these things are combinations of other phenomena that just sort of fit together in some unexpected way. But sometimes it's just an example of the fact that, hey, wake up. Life is not the way it looks on a calendar. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, nice little straight line, well-organized. No, no, that's what we impose upon life in order to, uh, to deal with it. But that in no way uh, determines what is happening here and what is possible. So... What does all that mean? I don't know. I don't have all the answers. But maybe if we keep thinking about it, maybe we'll get closer. Who knows? Maybe we'll add another little box onto that calendar. We'll just stick another day in there and say, oh, we learned something new. Let's put another day here. That'll solve it. That's the kind of thing that I think about. That's the kind of thing I'm thinking about right now in particular as I'm working on my uh, my new book well I hope you're having an interesting day maybe not that interesting and I hope you have a good weekend but you know that doesn't mean I won't leave you another podcast because I don't take a break I'll leave one every single day if I can if I can't so be it but weekends mean nothing to me but if you like these podcasts, you, you can see they're always short. They're always free. It's called Joshua P. Warren Daily. If you go to joshuapwarren.com, there is no period after the P. You'll find a link there to all kinds of cool stuff, including my big event coming up in Las Vegas this May. You'll see a little red box there at the top of the homepage that will uh, give you access to this podcast where you can subscribe or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. Thank you for listening. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.